Hello, my name is Octavio Ramirez, and in today's episode, we are going to explore first the differences between playing a game in class and gamification. Then, if educational websites can be considered as social networks. So, let's begin. We all, I imagine, prefer to learn a language in a playful atmosphere, interacting with our peers, even if they are on the other side of the world and the only thing we know about them is their Winnie the Pooh avatar and some silly nickname, right? Okay, okay, but that's, that's a different story. The point is that learning a language as part of a community in a playful environment sounds like utopia. Now, what's a game? For instance, would you say that by playing a game in your classroom like, let's say, chess, tic-tac-toe, or Minecraft, are we gamifying? One assumes, a priori, that playing games will be the basis of gamification. Well, there is some good and some bad news to it. The good news is that, yes, games can be included in the gamification of our lessons. The bad news is that, no, playing random games isn't considered as gamification, as crazy as this might sound. In a game, and we all know games, you play, you earn points, you beat your opponents, then you win. And that is very motivating. Hey, and here I'm talking in general. Games where we're encouraged to follow their mechanics in order to beat them. Don't you think that that sense of empowerment and accomplishment keeps us going in general? Now, apart from collecting points and beating your opponents, some mechanics we can find in games are the collecting of badges, rewards, as well as the completion of missions, progress displays, and sometimes an epic challenge we need to complete in order to finish and hopefully win the game. But then, what's gamification in the classroom? And how is it different from playing games? Well, in a game, its mechanics stay within the game and aren't applied to a different non-game context. In other words, playing Super Mario in class with the only objective of rescuing Princess Peach cannot be considered as gamification. In contrast, if we apply game mechanics like collecting coins or stars to something like reviewing a lexical set, we'll be gamifying it. Another example of this can be found in fitness apps, where we are granted a badge, a medal, and we can reach one milestone after the other as long as we keep on exercising. These fitness apps are using a gamification principle. And even if we aren't playing a game in the strictest sense of the word, the motivation is there both 
from the activity itself and from our personal goals. I know, I know, playing in class and having fun sounds great in every aspect, doesn't it? Well, yes, but there's always a catch. And in this case, if our only focus is to have extrinsically motivated learners and if we abuse of it, turning our learning environment into an over-competitive scenario, well, you can picture the negative consequences of it, right? Like many people, I enjoy learning languages. And these days, it is easy to practice practically every major language online using social networks, among other websites and platforms. Can any given mobile app or website be considered to be social media? Or what's the difference? Because when I think of social media, the first names that come to mind are Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, and so on. So, would you consider a popular platform like Duolingo or even Kahoot to be social media? Well, me, me neither. However, according to the definition we can find in the Oxford Dictionary, social media is defined as, quote, websites and software programs used for social networking, end of quote. So, what's social networking then? In this case, the definition of social networking is, quote, communication with people who share your interest using a website or other service on the internet. End of quote. So basically, any mobile app or website that we use to communicate with people can be an example of social media. Now, please allow me to share with you six websites that are great gamification tools. All of them are either free or offer a free plan. All integrate with different learning management systems like Google Classroom, Microsoft Teams, and such. And all of them promote learners' social interaction in their learning space. Number one. Slides Mania, with hundreds of free creative PowerPoint templates and Google Slides themes, where the only limit is your imagination. You can gamify your activity, your lesson, or project with interactive free templates. All links within the templates are set and the shapes ready for you to drag and drop. Just add your content and start interacting with these awesome free templates. Oh, and I almost forgot, all or most templates come with a video tutorial. Number two, WordWall, an easy and fun way to create your own teaching resources. You can make custom activities for your classroom, the free version offers up to 18 templates you can choose from. Quizzes, matchups, word games, and much more. 
Just pick a template, insert your content, and share with your students to play live or at their own pace. Number three, Socrative. You will find effective engagement for your students and on-the-fly assessment, delivering fun and engaging interactions for learners and immediate grading and feedback. Isn't that great? You can share and download your students' reports and learners can interact as a whole class or in virtual rooms. Teams can race across the, the screen in a friendly class competition and so much more. You'll love it. Number four, GameKit. GameKit is a quiz learning game maintained and created by students. Just sign up and begin by creating live learning games. I recommend starting with the classic mode. Once your students get the hang of it, try out more intricate modes like the floor is lava, draw that, and trust no one, which is quite similar to the popular video game Among Us. You can create your, your games from scratch, or if you prefer, import an existing quiz from Quizlet or a CSV file. And of course, you can also copy quizzes from the GameKit gallery to modify them as you need. Number five, Bluekit. In Bluekit, your students unlock blooks which are friendly little blocks that love to play. Blocks represent players and there are so many waiting to be unlocked. Cute animals, each with a different set of skills, make your own game or choose from a large catalog. Tower Defense, Cafe, Crazy Kingdom. Blooket is a new take on trivia and review games. Super simple. You open the game, generate a code and invite your students. After the game starts, players will answer questions to help them win. That's just where the fun starts. Last but not least, number six, Glasscraft. Glasscraft is a tool that allows teachers to quickly and easily award experience points and gold pieces, take away health points and immerse students in a learning adventure. When you decide to use Classcraft with your students, they will take on the roles of adventurers in learning. Together, they will form teams earning experience points, both individually and within the, their teams. In Classcraft, our students can be a warrior, a healer, or a mage. This is super fun. Students just grab a role. Each character comes with its own powers, health and energy stats and responsibilities. But after we have fed our students' hearts, we also need to help them reach their academic needs. And in order to do this, Classcraft allows us to use formative assessment tools in a fun, engaging way. How? Well, students battle monsters. 
teachers can create targeted questions that the students tackle in an epic boss battle. You have the option to set the boss battle to randomly select individual students or teams. And so many, many cool elements your learners and you will definitely love. And just remember, these websites are just tools. You are the real expert. Please share with us your favorite tools or activities. Oh, and you can find the links to the websites in the description. That's all for today. I'm Octavio Ramirez. Bye.